Hey, Joe. Hey, what's up, Joe? Can you hear me? Yep. Hey. Um, just real quick off the top here, uh, Kadarius Tony uh, last night tweeted that he thought it was uh, goofy was his word that people were publicly criticizing Henry Ruggs for that incident. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, and have you addressed that with Kadarius? Uh, the answer is that I have spoke to Kadarius. I've spoke to the entire team on this issue. Uh, look, I'd like to say that one thing that's unique about this situation um, with Henry is the amount of relationships he has throughout this league. You know, whether you're from the state of Alabama and you know him from playing through high school, competing against him, uh, you were a teammate of his in Alabama, which a significant number of those guys are playing in the NFL. When I talk to my team about the situation, I'm literally looking at guys' eyes that it's not a headline to them, that this is a friend of theirs, it's a teammate of theirs, or something different. So, you know, I think the important thing is that we express that, look, our prayers with everybody involved in this. It's a terrible thing to happen. I've got to be very, very careful about how I comment on any of this because it is still an ongoing legal matter, okay? And it's not right for anyone to, you know, really sway publicly one way or another or anything. So I've talked to, you know, Kadarius, and it's important that we understand, you know, how we articulate our words uh, and put it out there. You know, ultimately our prayers are with everybody. This is a situation no one wants to see happen to anybody. No one wants to be in this situation. And while no one's, you know, in any way, shape, or form dismissing consequences at all, it's horrible on both sides, guys. It's absolutely horrible. Um, that, you know, I think, you know, as some players on the Raiders and Derek Carr have, you know, voiced as well, that it's, it's a terrible incident. Um, you know, you just got to make sure that, you know, you still have prayers for everybody involved. And uh, the important thing is we articulate our words and we watch what we say at the same time. Joe, I just wanted to uh, go back to your team a little bit, and uh, you know, with the COVID stuff, it sounds like it sounds like you plan to get, I guess, most of those guys back. Um, what does missing these practices mean for Saquon's availability, though? Because obviously, he's he's still dealing with the ankle injury. Yeah, look, I'll be transparent on that one right there, guys. I know a lot of times, you know, it's we got to see what, how they really move, and not having him available to be here with the trainers on a regular basis, um, and really kind of see if we can get him into practice. I would say that'd be something that, you know, I wouldn't eliminate it at this point based on where he's at physically, but I couldn't say that it's moving in a, a direction to give us a definite answer, you know, in a positive way. So, again, Tom, we'll see where he's at. I would say with all these tests, uh, it's been all but one has come back as negative. We're actually getting a lot of players back who tested positive this morning and then retested negative. We're getting back in for practice. We've had a number of coaches as well that we had to send home this morning that are now back in the building and working. So it's been kind of obviously a different type of day. Uh, we've you know, kind of flowed with it pretty well, I think, as an organization. We got the meetings accomplished virtually. It was a lot, kind of like stepping back into last season. Uh, we've got the players coming over right now. We've had a gap between the meetings, and we're having a walkthrough at 1.30. Uh, we'll go walkthrough up till 2 o'clock, practice at 2 o'clock. And then we'll recap the tape tonight virtually again just to make sure that we kind of follow the entire flow of the day virtually. But the feedback we're getting right now is almost – you know, from our training staff of as we get more information, be patient. And we've told every player to be ready, that we expect everyone to be completely focused in and locked in and available for this game. I couldn't tell you right now, you know, no one's been ruled out completely as a player. Um, at that point, there are still some players going to miss practice today, not a large number, but there's some players going to miss practice today while we're waiting on follow-up tests and things of that nature. So, you know, I'd say right now the only person who I would say is out for the game would be Burton Burns coach and right now you know him and his wife are you know getting some additional treatment right now that Ronnie Barnes has set up for them and getting make sure he's taken care of we've talked to him several times today and checking to see how he's feeling we're taking out a precaution make sure he gets every you know step possible in terms of you know the players who haven't been with us coming off injuries Saquon as well as some others 
I'd say just having missed time in the day, whether you're doing anything IR and not going to be part of this game anyway, or someone who's trying to see if they can get to this game, a little bit of lost time does affect you. You know, not having the full morning available for treatment, strength training, whatever's going to get your body back, that does affect you. But that being said, you know, the silver lining this is, we're getting ready right now to go out in the field and practice. So we're still going to guys moving around and making progress. Some of the other guys you're going to ask about in terms of Kenny and those guys, you know, we plan on those guys being more involved with practice today and seeing where they go. They did the PM walkthrough with us last night, and we'll see how they move. I'd say Shep will start out today with the trainers more than anything. You know, I think this will be a deal where, you know, coming out of a game, this is really like a game week Wednesday. We don't have a lot of answers for what it would be anyway. Obviously, it's Thursday getting closer to a Sunday game. But we'll see if there's a chance with him moving around and how he progresses throughout the day and see if it's realistic or not. So what, were, what were the numbers? I'm sorry. What were the numbers on the uh, uh, the positives that you got back? I know you said you had 13 on Tuesday. What what were the numbers yesterday and and today? Do you know? Tom, I don't have that off the top of my head. I know uh, it was a good amount. There were a number of guys, whether it was coaches, staff members, players, even you know some people in the media yesterday that went through a similar thing in terms of getting a positive and getting a negative later on and saying you're clear to come back to work. So. Look, it's something we're working through operationally, uh, that as we keep getting results and guys are clear to come back in the building, we will. You know, there's a couple of cases of guys who are unvaccinated where they're a little bit more in limbo because there's a little bit more extensive testing for those guys and, and clearance methods. No one's been ruled out. We're getting everybody ready, whether that's virtual meetings or however we have to do it. We'll keep everyone ready and up for the game. And we have final answers, then we'll go ahead and plow forward. To be completely honest with you, until we find out if we have to test tomorrow or continuously throughout game day, you know, I've told the coaches and players, just everyone's got to be ready. I've told the coaches we could get to Sunday morning and they could tell us we've lost a dozen people. I don't want to hear any excuses. Got have the next guy ready to go, have a game plan ready that includes changing personnel, changes scheme, whatever we have to do. We have to be very fluid in this. That's our job as coaches, make sure we have the best plan available, regardless of who's available. Yeah, so Saquon's involved in the virtual meetings. Is he... Do you know, like, is he working with a trainer? Like, is he just standing around at his house doing nothing? Or, like, is he able to physically move around so that theoretically if he rejoined you guys Friday or Saturday, he has any chance to play? Or that's unrealistic? In terms of what the trainers are doing with these guys while they're removed, um, there's some things they can do with them. There's also some limitations while guys in, you know, the COVID protocols, you don't know if he's got the virus or not. So, you know, in terms of what the trainers are doing with them, you know, that's kind of between those guys right there. You know, anyone who's in the virtual meetings, it's not much more exciting than we are right here, just kind of sitting still and watching and, and being part of the meetings right here as far as talking. So he's not up doing rehab while we're talking, if that's what you're referring right there. But while we're in the virtual meetings throughout the day, for that two-hour period we had this morning, you know, he was in there. He was fully involved. He's part of the game plan. He's listening to what's going on, the systems, the checks, the adjustments, obviously the things specific to the Raiders that we have to be alert for. So mentally, he's being prepared, and physically, the trainers will handle the rest of it, and we'll see if we get an opportunity to get him out there and progress him towards Sunday. And again, that could be affected based on just the timetable from the league, a lot of back, based on what we get for testing results. We'll take two more, Jordan, Pat Leonard, Jordan. Jordan? Sorry, Joe. Sorry, the mute button. Back to the Zoom thing. Uh, you said you mentioned you had positives this morning. Do you know how many positives you had this morning in regards to players and coaches? Uh, you know, Jordan, to give you an exact number, I have to actually go back and check my notes. It was a pretty solid number. I'll give you that right now. It wasn't a, it wasn't like a quick glance over number. And also, how does it affect guys of sort of when there's a false positive testing out if they're unvaccinated compared to when they're perhaps vaccinated? 
I'd say the biggest thing is based on what the second test they get back on, you know, the other rapid test, and then they get the PCR, which is more that kind of suave and kind of later in the day overnight type of test getting back. There's a little bit of difference in terms of, you know, that. I'd say the biggest difference is the exposure, the close contacts. So if you're vaccinated and the guy next to you is not vaccinated, if both of you are close contacts to somebody who pops a positive, the unvaccinated player is going to have to go through a lot more strenuous steps to get back in the building. Whereas if you're vaccinated, you really just have to wear a mask and test for five consecutive days to make sure you're clear. So I was a close contact myself a couple weeks ago uh, from an interview I did. And that was something right there. You had to put a mask on when you talk to the team when you're inside on the field. I didn't have to wear a mask. I test for five consecutive days. So that was really kind of my experience with being the vaccinated close contact. It doesn't remove you from the office necessarily. It doesn't remove you from the field. If you're unvaccinated, it can take you out of action if they deem that, you know, you are at risk as far as being a close contact. And the close contacts can come anywhere from being in the locker room, being in a meeting room, being on a bus traveling, being on a plane too close to somebody in the trip back. So there's a number of places this can come from, you know. Last one here, Pat Leonard. Hey, Joe, um, regarding Kadarius, You've had a several instances now where you've had to pull him aside, it seems, and explain to him either why he can't do something or say a certain thing. Is it concerning to you maybe that it's not getting through to him, that he uh, seems to leave and then basically say whatever he wants the next time? Or do you think he understands the ramifications of what he says? Kadarius is a very intelligent person. All right. And, and every time we've had a talk, you know, he's fully understanding we've been on good place with that. You know, in terms of, you know, what he tweeted out, you know, I know where his heart was with that. I think sometimes it comes across that obviously you, you read it and you say, okay, this doesn't really sound the right way. I think it's more about making sure we articulate our words. You know, I know he included in there in terms of, you know, we talked as a team yesterday about our prayers should be with everybody involved. And that's the truth. And that's what I believe. And that's what I've expressed to the team. I know a lot of the players feel the same way. In terms of, you know, his growth, look, one thing I'll tell you right now is KT's a good kid. And I shouldn't call him a kid. He's not a kid, but he's a he's a good dude. He really is, and he's got a good heart. And this guy's a hard worker. He's a team first guy. You know, I'd say, look, just from a personal standpoint, I'm glad that you know everything I did when I was 21, 22, 23 isn't fully documented. All right. That being said, we've got you know a group of guys in this generation who are in a position where everything they have is, and they allow it to be documented in a lot of ways because we put it out there ourselves. And we've got to make sure that we just keep doing a good job especially when it comes to social media, making sure we articulate our point the right way, that we never have to clarify or defend it. And that doesn't always come across the right way the first time. We got to keep educating all of our players. We keep working with our players all the time. And to me, it's always important to understand, you know, someone's heart. You know, sometimes guys are going to make a mistake in terms of how they, you know, articulate or verbalize something. When you understand the core of what someone's trying to say and you talk to a guy and you understand the relationship and maybe he didn't get the point across exactly, you know, you understand it's coming from the right place right there. And we've got a number of guys that are in the same situation with a lot of different situations, Pat. And look, no one's more aware of what goes on out there because I get, you know, Dion and Pat Hanlon, these guys give me a list of different things that go out there. And sometimes it's like, does this have to come across my desk? And other times like, yeah, I've got to see this. And when something comes up, I have to talk to a player. I talk to them. I address it. I don't, you know, hide from issues. We don't put our head in the sand around here. We take things head on. And if a player needs to be corrected on the field or off the field, we do that. And if there has to be discipline at some point, then we take discipline where there's measures. But, you know, there's a point of trying to appease the crowd sometimes with discipline. There's a point of knowing what's the actual point of you're going to get out of it. And, uh, you know, I think with Kadarius specifically, look, this guy's a really, really good person. He really is. He really is. He's a good teammate. Okay, he's very coachable. 
He's got great intentions in the building, what he's trying to do to help this team. This guy's a tough dude. He plays through a lot of stuff. So in terms of this guy and his character, like I have no questions about this guy's character, Pat. And I think it's important people understand that, you know, I talk about all the time, I can deal with personalities. Now, that doesn't mean at some point, like, you know, you don't have to address something with somebody. You know, it doesn't mean people don't address things with me. You know, my personality can be abrasive at times. My personality rubs people the wrong way all the time. Like it's something I'm very self-conscious, you know, or self-aware about. You know, but, you know, look, I like people who are themselves, and that includes, you know, understanding and accepting their personalities. And he's a young player, and we got to continue to help this guy grow as a professional, and he's doing everything he can on the field. And he's making a lot of progress off the field as well. I'm really proud of the way this guy's working on a daily basis to be the best he can.